Welcome to season two of Step Monster. I'm Bailey and this is Elise. We're two friends who found each other by chance and haven't looked back since. In this podcast, we talk about the highs and lows of what it's like to truly be a stepmom. Grab a drink and join us for this wild ride. Hello, stepmoms. Welcome back. We are coming to you with another mini-sode today. And this one was actually submitted to us through Instagram and kind of spawned from one of the recent Instagram story series that we did, which was uh, before I came became a stepmom, I wish I knew, dot, dot, dot. And the submission for this one was, I wish I knew that I may never have the children I want because child support drains half of our income. And in response to this story, this particular stepmom responds and says, yes, we have had to put off having kids because of the financial strain that child support puts on us. We make a very comfortable living and I only need to work to make up for the child support he pays. If we had 50-50 like we should, we would have had a child by now because I would be able to stay home with the baby for the rest of their childhood. Meanwhile, she accidentally got pregnant with some random guy's baby. Neither of them have a stable income. They just live off what my husband pays and what her parents are willing to give her. It's unbelievable. When I found out she was pregnant, I cried for a week straight. I don't understand why we are being punished for doing all the right things while she is doing whatever she wants and constantly violating court order and she gets to have the baby that my husband and I deserve and desperately want. She is the reason we can't have a baby. My husband and I are the reason she can have a baby, all because of child support. So she asks, can we do a Q&A episode? She said, High Conflict Bio Mom recently decided she all of a sudden wanted to apologize to me. Of course, she didn't specifically say what she was sorry for, so that we can all move on and put the past in the past. Classic narcissist move. And I do not want to accept her apology. How should I handle this? How should I respond? I refuse to accept an apology because it is just for show, and she's just trying to establish some sort of status quo. She sees... She knows I see through her manipulation and games. Her behavior has yet to change. Even after telling my husband she wanted to apologize, she continues to pull the same crap and will not acknowledge the things she has done to be my husband and the kids for the last two and a half years. To sum it all up, I don't want to accept her apology. It's a hollow apology that she's only offering to give so she can stop feeling guilty for her own actions. It is not coming from a place of change or true remorse. She still blames me for her divorce and said as much in her whole spiel about wanting to apologize. This could not be further from the truth. She cheated on my husband with multiple guys over the course of 10 years. She refuses to accept responsibility for the dissolution of her marriage and loves to use me as a scapegoat since our romantic relationship started not long after they filed for divorce. So in summation, How should I refuse an apology when the time comes? I plan on avoiding being left alone with her, but I just know she'll find a way to corner me somehow at a soccer game or something and try to force it on me. Any suggestions? Do I simply accept her apology and uh, let her know that actions speak louder than words? I've read that sometimes narcissists will continue to beat you to death with an apology until you finally accept it. I want to make it clear that I will not be accepting an apology anytime soon or maybe ever at all. I have already forgiven her for her sins against my family because I needed to grant myself peace, but I don't want to give her what she wants just so she can sleep at night. Thoughts? Um, so that's interesting. I think that if you've forgiven her, it's, in my opinion, it would be better to allow her to apologize and then just move on and you can stop worrying about it. I think just for your own sanity, I wouldn't want anything lingering 
to have to worry about, is she going to try to approach me at this place or, you know, what's going to happen next time I see her just to free yourself of the stress. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the, the whole having someone apologize and you saying in return, I accept your apology as a way to move on, I feel like is a little bit antiquated, generally speaking. Someone can apologize to you and you can say, okay, thank you for your apology. I look forward to seeing the words that you say here put into action. I think that's totally fair. That's not like accepting an apology or acknowledging an apology doesn't mean you forget everything that happened in the past. It just means I acknowledge that you are apologizing right now and let's see where things go from here. I mean, right? Like that's really all you could do. Yeah. I don't think you need to say like, I accept your apology. And I do think it's fair that if you feel like she's apologizing just for the sake of apologizing and isn't wanting to make a change, like you can call that out. Like, I really hope that your apology is genuine and that things can get better moving forward. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, it seems weird to be in a situation as a stepmom where there's a bio mom wanting to apologize to you for something. Because I feel like normally stepmoms in general are the ones that there's like zero chance of any apology coming from a bio mom. But obviously in this situation, this bio mom, A, is super high conflict, uh, but B, has some narcissistic tendencies and, you know, it may not be for your benefit that she's apologizing. So I think you, you might have that part, right? It might be for her own piece. But I mean, again, you don't have to say, I accept your apology. You can just say, got it. Okay, let's move forward. I mean, that's all, that's all I would do. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been in this situation before. And so I think just allowing her to do that and then moving on from it is what I did. And, you know, I think it, it was fine. So it is what it is, but you know, you get to make your own choice based on your situation. So everybody has a different opinion. I agree. I think I've, in my experience, I've never been apologized to by my husband's ex-wife. Not once, not, nor do I think she will ever. I mean, based on his description of their marriage, she's not really one to admit that she's wrong really ever. So I have accepted the fact that I will most likely never be getting an apology for anything in the future, despite whether or not there's been any wrongdoing, which I mean, as of late, there's, there hasn't really been, it's, everything's been pretty low key. Um, so because this mini-sode has been relatively short, I'm going to tack on my own little mini-sode to this saga. <laughs> so my own little situation this week. So my stepson is 17. He has a girlfriend and during the weeks that he's with us, his mom stays at her significant other's house. She doesn't stay at her house. My stepson knows this. And uh, the other night, I guess it was like their one month anniversary. And he was like, hey, I'm going to go out with my girlfriend. And we're like, all right, cool. I mean, he... Oh, wait, pause. This is a new a new girlfriend? Yes, new girlfriend. Okay. Didn't know that. Good to know. Yes. So one month girlfriend. And he says, you know, we're going to go out for our one month anniversary. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. And we don't, we don't really poke and prod as to where he's going. He knows he has to be home by nine on school nights and midnight on weekends. And he is pretty good about that. Um, but so he, you know, went out and did his own thing with his girlfriend, came back at nine right on time. And then the next morning, my husband gets a call from his ex-wife and she was like, oh my gosh. So I guess my stepson had asked his mom if he could go pick up a tie or something from her house and so she saw him come in through the ring doorbell and then I guess 
he had gone to the back door and I think let his girlfriend in because she's like, I saw like smaller footprints on the back patio and like the screen door was left open and like, I guess they were there for at least 45 minutes. And so she, she's pissed. Bow, so she's bow wow. Uh, oh so my god, I'd be so mad though if I was her. She's, she's so mad, and like he, when he does something wrong, even if it is legitimately his fault, he has this like ragey tendency. So he knew he was in trouble, and he came. So he's grounded until prom, which is like a week and a half from now. And his birthday is 18th birthday is also next week, so that kind of sucks for him. But he knew he was in trouble. And yesterday when he got home, he literally came straight home from school at like 1 p.m., went into his bedroom, and he stayed there the entire night. He didn't even come out to go to the bathroom once. So I didn't see him till this morning. And neither he nor I are major morning people. So we kind of have this like unspoken rule where we just like don't talk to each other if we see each other in the morning. But sometimes if he's in a good mood, he'll be like, good morning. And yes, or this morning, he definitely was not doing that. So I... I broke broke the ice and said good morning and he said good morning and then like grumpily stomped out for school and I we I, I don't know he's just anyways that's I don't really need advice on that I just thought it would be a funny story to share. I mean that's pretty funny but he, again like we've all been there done stupid mm-hmm. things like that it's I think the lie like if he were just honest with her yes. and Agreed. said hey me and my girlfriend want to hang out and just like have some alone time. I don't think she'd be thrilled about it, but I don't think she would have said no. She would say hell no. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no. Not a fan of that stuff happening in her house. Nor am I, frankly. Like, I don't want. I don't want them over here. Ew. No, and I don't know how I would handle that. Like as a parent, I'm not ready for that. We ha- we let him. So his last girlfriend, I let her come over one day. I think I told this story. My husband. And I, he was out of town and he asked if she could come over and I was like, yeah, sure, but you just can't go in your room. And so he called my husband and asked, said they want to play on his computer and play computer games to, in his room. And I was like, my husband calls me back and he's like, well, he said they just want to play on, on his computer. I was like, you, <laughs> come on. You he know was a boy once. Okay. I do remember you telling the story and now I'm thinking, is your husband like, He's okay with it, but he doesn't want to say he's okay with it. So he's like, oh, no, I trust him. I mean, we we all know he has sex. We know. It's like an open thing. Like, he talks to me about it, asks questions on occasion, which is horribly uncomfortable. But, like, I would rather he did, did than didn't. So, like, we all know it's happening. It's just none of us really want it to – we don't want to be around it when it's happening. <laughs> Dude, I do not blame you whatsoever. That's incredibly awkward. Gross. All right. Well – that is the end of this Minnesota episode. So if you have your own story that you want advice on, shoot us an email, stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com. It is easier to prioritize stories in Minnesota's when you send them via email versus Instagram, since our Instagram DMs get a little bit crazy sometimes. Uh, but either way, we want to hear from you. And uh, if you like this episode and you like our podcast, any support that you can give is greatly appreciated. You can leave us a review on Spotify and on Uh, Apple Podcasts, and we would so appreciate your support. So thanks for listening. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Bye.